Well, hey there. My name is Darcy Jeremy. You're listening to another episode of the Business of Ergonomics podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about valuing your services and what the price really means or what it doesn't mean so that you can charge those prices that you really want to when you're selling your own ergonomic services. Welcome to the Business of Ergonomics podcast. I'm your host, Darcy Jeremy. I'm a board-certified professional ergonomist with over 15 years of experience delivering ergonomics programs to employers of all different types. In this podcast, I share what other healthcare professionals are already doing and being with ergonomics assessments and how to land those clients that you dream of. Without further ado, let's jump into this episode right now. Happy 2024. It's not too late to be talking about that, right? 2024, It's it's been here for about one or two weeks, but it's not like the end of February when you still can't say that. Happy 2024. I hope it brings you so much success for both your personal life and your professional life. We can have success in both. One of the things that I want to talk to you about in today's episode is the value of our services. And this has been weighing very heavily on my heart. Back in November of 2023, I hosted a public roundtable. So you didn't have to be a part of my programs, the Ergonomics Blueprint or the Accelerate Business of Ergonomics. This is something that anybody could join whether you've been in the ergonomics field for some time or you're looking to get into it. Because as we all know, life isn't getting cheaper. More on that in a bit. You can check out that recording in the description below. There's a link because I I said to myself, you know, it's so good. We have to share it to as many people interested in office ergonomics services as possible because there's so many gems there. So head to the link in the description. You can watch the recording. The whole hour and a half training was really good. But there were some real value bombs in the last 20 or 30 minutes. The really neat thing with this event is that there were some heavy hitters there with a lot of experience. So they are going to be bringing up something to you that you may not have already heard about offering your own office ergonomics services, either part-time, side hustle, or full-time. Check that out. The thing that came out of that event for me was this whole idea of price. Pricing our services. It's 2024, and this is a really good time for you to reflect on what you are charging clients today. And if you were to look at those prices, so what I want you to do right now is pull out a piece of paper, write out all your services, and write out the price that you're attached to it, whether you charge by the hour or you charge by like the lump sum value-based pricing. I want you to make a note of that because if you are going to be increasing your prices, now is the perfect time to increase your prices. When was the last time that you had a price change in your services? If they're still pricing from like five or 10 years ago, life is not the same as it was five or 10 years ago or even a few years ago. 
I've seen this inflation train come and hit hard. So if you're not at least increasing it by 3% a year, if the inflation is that low where you are right now, then you're losing money doing your ergonomic services. So first of all, keep that in mind. But I want to have a bigger conversation today. And it's about undercharging for your services and feeling that we are going to be missing competitions and having clients say goodbye to us because we're just pricing our services too high. And for all clarity here, we're not talking about rocket ship prices of Lamborghinis, of all this stuff. We're talking about a reasonable rate for our expertise and experience and the value that we bring to clients. All right, so I want to make sure that we're all on the same page here because it's not about getting rich quick or anything like that because we all know that stuff's not going to work with building our reputation around our ergonomic services. I'm a firm believer that us as ergonomic service professionals, we should be charging between $300 and $1,000 for every office ergonomic service provider service that you provide employers. And I'm talking like 300 to 1000 minimally. You can go way above that. I encourage it. If you can, and if you're confident, then do it. But one of the big takeaways I had from that event is my bare minimum for scraping by as an ergonomics expert of $300, there was resistance in that training for $300. And there was some very, very credible people that were saying that that was a little bit too high to get started or to offer employers employers in a B2B setting. If you have any experience with offering your own ergonomic services, to the public, then you might have realized that when you charge B2B, business to business, employers, then there is a lot more opportunity there to be charging those higher prices and employers not even batting an eye for those services. It's an entirely different conversation when you're looking at B2C, straight to the consumer from your business, B to C. It's completely different. And in many ways, it can be a lot harder at first when you're first getting started with your business. But we're not talking about B to C or B to B per se. We're just talking about pricing your services. Because for the past two months, I've been really thinking about this. And What does the value of your services bring to your clients? And there's there's so many different ways that you can consider that. But the first decision here is deconstructing that idea of what that price point means to you. The ways that you illustrate the value and what you can do to for your clients is much more about messaging. And I'll be talking about that in a later episode. I just want to talk about that price point. And I have this really fantastic story 
to really bring home what these numbers of price really can mean to you. And I was standing in front of this counter in the mall thinking to myself, there is absolutely no way that I'm going to be paying that much for just 10 minutes. You see, I was, like I mentioned, at the mall. They still exist. Getting some winter boots and mitts for my kids because winter was just about hitting us and I had to make sure that we had all the stuff. I was coming out of one of the stores with them and we all see these kids zip around on these electric animals, like um, a motorcycle. They had four wheels. And these things were as big as like a pony. They were just zipping around the mall, around a Santa display. And the guys, the kid's dad is like chasing them. It was really cute. These suckers were big. So me and my kids, we all look at each other and we say to ourselves, what is that? My kids were at the absolute perfect age for this. And I knew they would be making some memories. So I go up to the vendor and I say, how much? Because of course they don't have their prices anywhere. You have to have a conversation with the guy to figure out how much it is, which is clever. Think about that for your marketing, your services. I ask him how much. He says, a dollar a minute. A dollar a minute. Are you crazy? So it would be 30 bucks for these boys to ride these suckers for 10 minutes because there was a 10-minute minimum. 10-minute minimum. So I, as I was thinking about what we can do, I said to the guy, of course, we're going to take some time to think about this. I felt some insecurities about money boil to the surface. And I reflected there for a couple minutes because what I, what I was experiencing in that moment, I think a lot of ergonomic service providers were also experiencing in that round table back from November of 2023 that I was mentioning, when I mentioned $300 to $1,000 per one office ergonomic assessment and report, boiling out, that was that's too much money for my employers to spend money on. What happens if they don't go with me? They go with someone who's cheaper. What happens if they only do one service and they don't come back another time? All of these insecurities can boil up to the surface, and it was happening to me. I said to myself, 10 minutes, that is such a rip. Outrageous. After all, I had just spent literally hundreds of dollars on all this winter stuff for my kids. So as you can imagine, I wasn't really in a spending mood anymore. How good could this possibly be anyway, I thought to myself. Well, maybe you've been in a similar situation before and you can relate to this. Especially, as I mentioned, this is so relevant about pricing your ergonomic services and the value. Price and value, it's not the same thing. It is not the same thing whatsoever. We provide employers with a huge value. So you can't just think of our services 
only on the price. So if you can start writing out on a piece of paper the value that you bring employers outside of just making people feel more comfortable at work, stopping injuries, what else can you provide? And how do you talk about that? What's the messaging involved with that? So back to the miniature ponies in the mall. You know what I said? I said, 30 bucks for 10 minutes? Well, I could spend 30 bucks for a few movie tickets too. But you know, honestly, I don't even like going to the movies. I don't like movies in general that much. If I could get a movie in a 10-minute pill so I would not have to watch the whole movie, I would take that up and spend 30 bucks on a 10-minute movie and get the same experience in a second. So I think that we can agree that there is something to think about here with the value of the services that we offer. And something longer doesn't necessarily mean that it's more valuable or that you can charge higher prices. So I ended up, long story short, I bought them 10 minutes on these animals for my boys because honestly, I thought they were going to get bored after 10 minutes because it's kind of like a gimmick. I felt a little bit uncomfortable with it, but I still did it because, you know, I'm making memories for the kids. And I'm so glad because this was the most ridiculous experience that the boys have had in a very long time. Because it wasn't that they were in a little roped off place in the mall. They could go literally anywhere outside of stores. So they were zipping around and the patrons in the mall did not know that there were children zipping around on these things. There was no signs like, be careful, there's kids on these motorized vehicles and kids don't know how to drive. So you guys, you might get hit. It's going to be crazy. Maybe don't come in the mall. And people are on their phones anyway. So probably they wouldn't even read the signs. I'm so glad we did this because it was the most fun. As a parent, I felt a little bit of embarrassment, but my kids were doing exactly what they were allowed to be doing. They were following the rules amazingly. They're just driving the horses around the mall. But I still felt embarrassment because... There's people that, you know, that dance that you make with, with people when you're, you're heading directly on them and you're like, I'm going to go this way. No, I'm going to go this way. Which way are you going? And they're both making that, that sidestep dance. Well, imagine that. Well, one guy just realizes there's a car driven by a six-year-old or a horse driving by a six-year-old just rolling towards them and the kid not understanding right away and the, the guy is just like an unbelief that this kid is coming towards them and the kid doesn't know what to do. So the kid's getting stressed out and the adult's like, what is going on here? Why is this so ridiculous? Um, so that, that made me laugh. That made me, that was really funny to me. And, you know, I should have expensed it because this is obviously a business expense because I'm talking about it now. And it got the lesson really down into 
the core of me about this episode that I wanted to share about pricing. There's much more to pricing than just the price tag of what we're offering our services as. And it's our job as ergonomic service providers to share what those are in our messaging. One more example about pricing to really encourage you to go a little bit higher than maybe you would have normally gone. And it's about the Toronto Maple Leafs. The Toronto Maple Leafs, they're a hockey team in Toronto in the NHL, NHL, the National Hockey League. And Canada loves hockey. We do love our hockey. We do love our Tim Hortons coffee. We do love donuts. We do love outside activities in the winter. So these hockey tickets in Toronto are a prized commodity. Just for one ticket, it can cost upwards of 400 bucks. That's one of the better tickets that you will find. A hockey game is about an hour and a half long, so the same length as a movie. And a movie, I could get three tickets for 30 bucks. But when you look at other teams in the States who are part of the NHL too, they're not charging as much for the really good tickets. So what's the difference between the NHL Toronto Maple Leafs charging these high tickets, another team in the NHL charging lower, much, much lower, we're talking like 40 bucks for one ticket versus 400 bucks, versus just walking down the street to the park and watching a bunch of kids play hockey too. Well, first of all, there's like a skill aspect to this. So it would be really ridiculous to spend $400 for one game to watch for kids. But in terms of skills, watching a hockey game with another NHL team, you're going to get the same amount of skill. So there's much more to this price too, even with the same NHL hockey team. So again, what's what is making the big difference here? And I think there are three things that make a difference so that you can price your services higher because you're delivering more value. Here's the th- three things that come into play. Number one, the presented value. This is the degree to which your client's challenge is solved. How challenging that challenge is and what you're going to do to make their lives easier. The presented value. There is so much messaging involved with that that you can put a personal spin on as an ergonomic service provider. The second thing that makes a difference here is the market. How much Like for the hockey, how much is that city wants those coveted tickets? It goes into the the laws of supply and demand. For ergonomic service providers, I've always said this, you can look for yourself. There is an undersupply of skilled people or anybody in particular doing ergonomic services in your city. And you can do a Google search right now. 
There's an undersupply of people doing ergonomic service services in your city. And we know that people are getting hurt. There's a demand. So it's up to you <clears throat> to market to those people. However, it does make a difference in the prices that you charge, the market. Where are you located? Are you located in a major city or are you more rural? What about your competition? As an ergonomic service provider, should you even care what your competition is charging in terms of prices? Like take the Toronto Maple Leafs. They don't care that some other team in the NHL is charging 40 bucks a ticket and their most expensive tickets are 400 bucks or more. They don't care. Keep that in mind as well. And lastly, the third thing that makes a difference in what you charge is the overall experience that that person has. Are you responding to an inquiry quickly? Are you giving that report back to them fast? Are you offering a follow-up? Are you checking in to that employer to see if you can offer any more value? That overall experience that that employer has with you, that's the third thing that makes a difference. Ergonomic services is something that is truly, really special. There's not a lot of us doing this in the world. Yet, those of us are doing it, I still see low prices being charged. I know to my core that if you are offering something of value, especially B2B situations, then you should be getting paid what the, you're worth. And it's much more than just the, the number price alone. It is the full picture of that together. And those, those three elements that I just shared with you makes the difference here. But at its core again, I think you have to feel that confidence in putting your price out there, knowing that you are going to be able to handle whatever challenge that you see ergonomically. And that's the difference that makes the difference. Boom, and there you go. If you want to work together in your ergonomic service business, whether you want to learn how to do office ergonomic services or you want to take your marketing plan up a notch, well, there's many opportunities that we can have to work together. Check out the show links below and I'll see you in the next episode. Cheers. You can get started with office ergonomics assessments today. Healthcare professionals are seeing the potential and opportunity to add office ergonomics assessments to their practice and services. Go to ergonomicshelp.com slash begin to get the exact seven-step process that works so that you can get started today without the confusion or overwhelm. Just head to ergonomicshelp.com slash begin now.